Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So in the last episode, I talked about resurrections I have seen, or it probably could have been more like resurrections that close friends of mine have seen or witnessed. And I realized I have more. You know, my uh, brother had his traumatic brain injury when he was a baby. And then he came out of that without difficulty. I've talked about that in the past. There was another story that was so beautiful, so dramatic. Um, When I first started praying for businesses, I was recording a prayer for one of our clients. And they are uh, farmers, large-scale organic farmers. And so they were harvesting their potatoes. And I just said, Lord, I know from my husband's own experience with the rolling tractor, which I mentioned in the previous episode, um, I know that anytime there's large equipment, there's the possibility for um, danger or accidents. And so I pray that you would protect the team as they are harvesting today. And that was just a little prayer in the midst of a longer prayer. And I kind of went about my day, didn't really think much of it. In fact, had pretty much entirely forgotten that I had even said that until a week or two later when my client reached out and said, wait, when you prayed that prayer, almost simultaneously with that moment, um, our farm manager was caught in the potato chain of the harvester and he wrote that it should have taken his head off. Those were like a direct quote. It should have taken my head off. But somehow he got out. And this was very dramatic. I mean, you can imagine if you're doing large-scale farm, you know, like many, many hundreds of acres, the potato chain is going to be on a large tractor. This is not like a little, here we are on our acre tootling around. Um, And I met the, the farm manager some months later, and he said, Amy, somehow my arms had gotten wrapped around the chain on either side and the force of the tractor, I was levitating off the ground. And he said, there were many people who are standing in this room who watched this happen. Like they were watching him about to be decapitated or whatever was going to happen. And he said, so I don't know how I got out. Like none, none of the people who were watching this event knew how this happened. Um, what was so beautiful to me though is that um, my clients had brought me in as a person of prayer and they had this luncheon so that I could pray for anybody who wanted prayer. And, uh, and people came and asked for prayer, you know, like, oh, I am dealing with this situation with my mom. I would like healing for my son. I like, they just came with faith or maybe not even a lot of faith, but like enough to say we were there at this event. This was a very crazy thing that happened. And so that was just beautiful how uh, the Lord works these things out for his glory. Amazing. So another um, event happened um, with another client of ours, and they have uh, one of their C-suite individuals um, had been dealing already with some lung issue, um, and then he got COVID and was in the hospital, and the doctors were doing all that they could and it really wasn't enough. And anytime they put someone in a medical coma, you know, to kind of like help them rest or something, you know, you're kind of like, well, that means pretty much you are kind of out of options. And 
maybe that's not always the case, but in the case of this person, it, it was basically the answer as the doctors admitted to the wife later, like we pretty much had exhausted our possibilities. And, uh, and so this person was in this medically induced coma to help him rest. And we were praying, the staff of this particular business was praying. And, you know, it was one of those things like, we don't know how this is going to end up. This would be devastating for this company if this individual died. But we don't know what will happen. And uh, what did happen is that his, he not only came out of the medically induced coma, but he started recovering so quickly that you know, the doctors had kind of had this progression of like, it'll probably be at least a six week recovery because he's going to do one thing each day. You know, like this day he'll sit up, this day he'll eat with a spoon. I don't actually know what the progression was, but the way that it happened is it would be like, wait, we like in one day, he just did what we had expected him to do in seven days or 14 days or something. And so within just a few days, he had left the hospital and the the doctor said later, your chart was so unexpectedly amazing. I sent it to all of my colleagues that I went to school with to say, have you seen anything like this before? This is unique in my experience. And so that employee, that C-suite exec now um, calls himself the Lazarus man. He goes around telling his story because it was so dramatic. Like he was literally at the point of death. Um, and then the Lord raised him up and, as far as I understand, actually improved the function of his lungs from what it was before. So, you know, instead of the normal narrative of like, oh, I had COVID and now I have all this lung scarring, instead it's like, oh, I had COVID and the Lord restored me and made me better than I was before. So thanks be to God. That's so awesome. Oh, what a great testimony. It's amazing. Um, and then I also have a story that I have never shared publicly because this is a shameful one for me. So I, um, I live on acreage and I just allow my children to come in and go out. That is what we've always done since we've lived here. You know, there's no near neighbors. We're a little bit down from the road. There is no, um, there's no snakes or anything that are hanging out near our house. And uh, so when my youngest was a few years old, he went outside to play and I didn't think anything of it. I carried on with my work. And um, what I found out later is that he had gone and gotten in our car, um, a Yukon, and he had somehow closed the door on himself and he couldn't figure out how to open it again. So first of all, I, I don't know how that happened. It could be that it was just maybe the door was too heavy from the angle he was, or maybe he didn't recognize the latching mechanism. So he was in this car. And this is actually one of my nightmare experiences that I know of people who have accidentally forgotten their children, you know, strapped in a car seat or something, and then they leave them for a couple hours in the height of summer, and then they come out and the child has passed just because of the amount of dehydration and heat stroke. And so this has been something like, I know that this is a thing and it's really one of my like most terrified scenarios. And uh, so my husband was home that day. He, I think was mowing on the tractor and he looked over and saw that our son was in the car or maybe he just saw that he was playing and then he noticed that he didn't see him anymore 
But he kind of kept looking. And at one point, he saw the head of our son pop up in, in the Yukon. And so he stopped the tractor and he went over and he opened the door. And our son, dripping wet, beet red, stumbled out, ran down to the house and basically like came and put his head on my lap where I was working in the bed. And I looked at him like, how are you this sweaty? How are you this hot? And he was like kind of pale under the red. That doesn't really make sense, but that like, oh, I think you're going into shock a little bit. And so I probably gave him some form of homeopathy to help with heat stroke, but it was just fascinating to say the Lord absolutely preserved his life because if my husband hadn't been home that day, Caleb would not be with us anymore. That was such a grace because again, I also am not a mom who's like checking in on my children every 30 minutes. Like, Oh, it's been 30 minutes. Let me make sure I do a head count. I've never been that kind of a person. And so there would have been no reason for me to go and try to figure out where he was. And so anyway, I can just say the Lord is so, so gracious to us. And so, Lord Jesus, as I, again, recount these stories of your miraculous provision, as I recount these stories of your um, calling things that should have gone in a particular direction and saying no to the death and destruction and instead um, offering your abundant life, in this case, um, literal life, that there are people who are alive and walking and breathing on this earth today because of your amazing ability to restore your amazing ability to, um, grant awareness. Um, I just praise you Lord. And I, yeah, I repent again of saying that I haven't seen the dead raised Lord. You have been as always throughout history. You have been the great redeemer, the great restorer, the one who gives life. And I worship and adore you in the name of Jesus. Amen.